The following production is part of the We Be Geeks Podcast Collective. Network. For more Red 5 Network podcasts, visit red5network.com. Produced with podcasting gear from Tascam. Trust your audio to Tascam. Sound thinking. to another episode of Wookie Radio. It is the Smugglers 3, Ken, Derek, and myself, Mike. How you guys doing? Tired. Yeah. You guys on the wrong day, wrong time. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I know. Typically, we're doing... Crisis for the geek! But we're not doing that tonight. That's <laughs> we're recording. It is, like I said, it is Wookie Radio. Um, check out the homepage. Check out our affiliates. Supporting them helps support us. Uh, also, too, just a note. Last week, we talked to Halo from Star Wars Galaxy's Restoration. If you download their patch, you do not need the original game disc to play. Cool. So I have discovered, I, I was given that information from Talon, their PR guy. We do not need the original disc, so we could go play with no problem. And then for anybody who wants to, what's the, what's the website again? Uh, isn't it? Uh, I had to ask. Say SWGR.org. So, uh, also too, want to announce the winner of our Mary Sithmas box from, uh, from Instagram. Was it me? Was not you. Oh man. I never win. You didn't even enter. But I our, thought I was automatically entered because I'm on this all the time. Our winner is Lady Rider Pirate. So congrats to, to her. Some great stuff heading her way. Um, well, I'll recap what our I had it all here and has disappeared from my uh, word doc on my list. I just pulled it up last night. There we go. Giveaway template. Oh, because it's on my flash drive. All right. Try this again. We had a Sith Trooper Geeky Tiki. I do remember that. A Sith Trooper's Hero Plush, Imperial Insignia Key Ring, a Super Super Blitz San Diego Comic Con Chewie and Han, White and Blue Empire Spatula, Vintage Figure Playing Cards, Millennium Falcon Multi Tool, and a 4 gig Shadow Trooper USB. Some very, very cool stuff. Yeah. So, um, speaking of cool stuff, let's go over the Bring Home the Bounty Week 10. Two more weeks left of this, guys. Yeah. And I thought they would end this before Christmas, but... Unfortunately, we will not be covering the next two weeks because this is our last, our last episode of 2021. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe. We were discussing before show the possibility of maybe doing a premiere recap. We'll have to see. All depends on... Ken's off. No smuggling runs for him. Derek and I, we're not sure yet. All depends on the yeah, schedule. Yeah, you guys do all the smuggling before the holiday. If you're after the holiday, you might as well just bring it over and send it regular. Yeah. So, uh, items they highlight for week 10 in toys, games, and collectibles. Lego Star Wars Adat uh, is kit number 75288. It's not, I don't believe this is the UCS. It's just the regular. No, this is not the big collector series one at all. But I still wouldn't mind having this one either. Yeah. Um, the Lego Star Wars Boba Fett helmet, 75277. You have this one too, don't you, Derek? 
yep. Yes, I do. The helmets are, it's pretty cool. The helmets are cool. Uh, speaking yeah. of helmets, Star Wars, the Black Series, Bo-Katan, Kreese, and Boba Fett re-armored premium electronic helmets are coming. Mm. I'm afraid to show Zoe the Bo-Katan because she may want it. Mm-hmm. And then see if we can repaint it to be Sabine. If she wants Sabine helmet so bad. But see how she likes Sabine's helmet from the Ahsoka series. Then I'm going to be guessing Hasbro's going to do the Black Series helmet from for Sabine from the Ahsoka series. I wonder if they'll change it at all. Maybe she'll, she'll give it a new paint job or something. Yeah. yeah. You know they will. Uh, also, too, from Hasbro, Star Wars, the Vintage Collection, Deluxe Boba Fett, and Hasbro's the Vintage Collection, Fennec Shand. And I've been reading. We, we didn't cover last week's um, Bring Home the Bounty, but there's a figure on there that I want, but I believe it's Walmart exclusive and you already can't buy it yet or you can't pre order it. It's that Ahsoka, it's Ahsoka with Grogu, and it comes with a Conger Owl also. Yeah, yeah. It's interesting that they're doing these deluxe figures and they and you and they're not bubbled because of all the extra stuff in it. Yeah. Um and I'm I've been reading on a lot of the Black Series fan groups on Facebook. They are jumping on Hasbro about now. The vintage collection looks a lot better than the Black Series. Yeah, if you look at these um, vintage they've been putting out with this stuff, it lo- I'm double checking a lot of times to make sure it's not the Black Series because it looks like what Black Series should be. Mm-hmm. Which now I'm glad in many ways I'm limiting what I want to get Black Series. I'm now very picky about what Black Series figures I'm getting, but it's also making me you know wanting to go back towards the vintage collection some and still be kind of picky about what groups I collect from the Black Series or from the vintage collection. Because it seems like the vintage collection is going to be a little easier to find than the Black Series. But I don't oh, yeah. know what the way the collectors are these days. So, um, from Asmodi, Star Wars, The Mandalorian, Spotted, Funko Pop Deluxe, Star Wars, Duel of Fates, Darth Maul. Yeah, this one's really interesting because it's, I believe it said it's like one of three. Yes. So, and what I are the lo- other ones mm-hmm. that are coming out? Or, oh, I know what they're going to do. Um, yeah. Qui-Gon and, and Obi-Wan. Already. <laughs> <laughs> hmm, I wonder... See Darth Maul, <laughs> the little fates. Mm-hmm. Darth Maul, Darth Vader, and um, <laughs> Kylo Ren. Now this is another one of those uh, recreate the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Razor. I still want to get all those bounty hunter ones. Yeah. Razor Boba Fett limited edition wireless controller and quick charging stand for Xbox, which means yeah, this work. one looks cool. cool. Which means it'll work for PC as well. Uh, tops. Rogue One, a Star Wars story in app watch party on December. Oh, that had already happened. Never mind. <laughs> uh, General Giant, Star Wars Rebels, Hera and Chopper mini bus set. Those are cool, but the Chopper one looks a little weird because yeah, it's just a bust. So it's like, it looks like, I don't know, like he's missing his body, which he is because of the bust. You know what I mean? Yep. I don't know what I mean. <laughs> It just looks, it just struck me as odd looking. Then on top of that, uh, I'm going over to Yak Face real quick. At 4 p.m. earlier today, as we're recording, Hasbro Pulse introduced a new troop builder pack consisting of four short, short troopers. Hmm. Um, they say four short troopers from Rogue One slash the Mandalorian. I don't remember short troopers in Mandalorian. Do you guys? I don't Unless they were on Navarre with all the other troopers. I don't think so, though. I don't remember. Anyway, it's going to come with one squad leader, one captain, and two standard troopers. Now, here's where the Avengers series has got Black Series beat. Black Series has been a standard trooper and a and a captain or a squad leader, whichever one's got the arc trooper type skirt or back cape. We don't have the we don't have the. Uh, I think that's the captain. We don't have the squad leader. So this was while I'm trying to come get the complete group of troopers from Rogue One Black Series wise, I may need to start seeing about doing it with the Vintage Collection as well, since there's been quite a few come out. 
and the gallery goes quiet. I'm actually reading on one of the other mm-hmm. things on Bring Home the Bounty also, so uh, once we get to it. Uh, Yakface also introduced uh, images of the holiday edition, which I'm surprised these haven't come out yet. This is supposed to be for the holidays. At this point in time, maybe holidays next year. Um, there is a Mandalorian warrior for Target. Walmart is a scout trooper. A... With Best Buy, it's a protocol droid. Amazon, it's a Wookiee. The Wookiee almost looks like the Yeti from uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. Okay. He's white with blue hands and blue lips around the mouth. It And it looks like a Chewbacca figure with Zalabar's um, harness, shoulder straps, done up in Christmas colors. And then there's a First Order Stormtrooper that supposedly is going to be available from GameStop. Here's the thing. Yeah. There's no, they're saying these should run about $27 each. I want the Wookiee. Yeah, that that is a weird looking Chewie, even though it's supposed to be holiday. I, I want the Wookiee. Let's call it a Wookiee Warrior, even though it's a Chewbacca head. Let's call it a Wookiee wa- Warrior. I, wa- I want it. 27 bucks. Yeah, I'll pay it. But there's no release date. They should be out by now. They they should have been. They should have been out beginning in December, like they were last year. You got to look at each of the stores and see if they got. Now they're, this they're is not kind of out. confusing. Someone someone at Hasbro has a sense of humor because the Scout Trooper comes with Grogu in a satchel. Yeah, you can reenact the, all the mm-hmm. scenes from Mandalorian. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I and I love his ugly sweater. Yeah, it's got it's got Grogu on it. I also like how the um the general overall protocol droid comes with um the little droid from jedi fallen order i don't remember his name off the top of my head bd1 yeah yeah but that protocol droid's horrible yeah but hey at least the chewy brings his own dinner with him true true and the first order stormtrooper is yeah i like the mouse droid but yeah the only one only one of these i'm really into is uh is is the wookie well here let me Mandalorian, the Mandalorian CF. warrior is a mix of Boba Fett and the and Mando, and it looks like his rifle looks like the Nerf, <laughs> the Nerf Mandalorian rifle that they just released. Uh, the Amazon one is supposed to be the Wookiee, right? Yep. Let's see. I have not seen it on Amazon yet. You can get the all the ones from the years past. Yeah, there's there's no date. Yeah, I don't see it at all. Yeah, it'll be out in like March. <laughs> it's sitting on a boat out in the Pacific Ocean. Quite possibly. Probably. So getting back to the drop, uh, apparel and clothing, Gap, Star Wars Holiday Collection, Enzo Rings, uh, the Bo- the Book of Boba Fett Silicone Ring Collection, which you know, maybe somebody who's a wrestler, Silicone Ring would be easier to cut off if they wore it in the ring than a uh, metal ring. I'm just saying. May want to I don't know. I, titanium tell, doesn't usually get damaged much. May want to mention that to Blackhawk there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have thought about it for work with what I do. Uh, problem is, lately I've had a reaction to silicone if I wear it for too long, so I just don't. Mm. Um, Love your melon, the Mandalor Mandalorian holiday collection of hats, citizen watch, Boba Fett, and a digital watch. It's an analog and digital watch. That's a cool looking one. Yeah, that is a beautiful watch. Uh, they have a whole series of four different ones that they have available. Yep. Uh, Pandora, Star Wars Grogu Charms uh, from Figpin, a Grogu holiday ornament, and Grogu holiday hot cocoa are the two different pin offerings. Uh, Heroes and Villains, a Star Wars Ahsoka Tano bomber jacket. What was that, Derek? What was that, Derek? Heroes and Villains. So look yeah. at that, our old friends at Heroes and Villains. Yep. Uh, also, to Star- we knew when they only had six shirts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it felt like it. We knew them when it was only the indoor collection. Um, mm-hmm. Star Wars Rogue Squadron Mission Bomber Jacket, kind of like that jacket. Yeah, mm. and then cake worthy new Star Wars styles shirts of various types. Mm. Ooh, that bomber jacket is actually marked down right now. It's eighty four dollars from one twenty. Ooh, see, I, went, I think I would potentially get the Ahsoka jacket for, for Zoe. I, I just don't think it gets cold enough down here for her or for us to use it. <laughs> and it's marked down too, $84 from $120. Well, the, um, I just checked the um, Rogue Squadron one. They only have small and extra small. Yeah, I, I, I could fit that. On my hand. <laughs> Your Ahsoka looks like it's completely sold out right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the Warriors Mandalore jacket, bomber jacket looks cool too. Yeah. Alliance Forces puffer jacket. That one's cool. I've, not been a, I've never been a fan of the puffer jackets. 
So, mm. yeah, so check out Heroes and Villains. They just dropped a big uh, Lucasfilm collection as well for the Lucasfilm's 50th. Oh, they, they have water bottles now, too. Do they? Yeah. They have a new the page of the site. It's right there. They have a new backpack, a Boba Fett Mythosaur backpack. Interesting. The accessories. Oh, water bottles. They're not bad. It's not bad. Yeah. Um, Going back for home, Tervis, Vader, Wordle engraved on Onyx Shadow. A Tervis Mandalorian Grogu. It's the plastic tumbler. I got one of these. Um, the metal one there is not from Tervis, but in that same style last year for Christmas, someone got me, a friend got me one that had the Death's Head on it from the, the Mandalorian um, skull. The Mythosaur skull. Oh, cool. It's very cool. That was a cool one. Uh, Society 6 Imperial Shield by Romulo Pieros. Pieros art print. Uh, uh, I see something I hope I'm getting for Christmas. Society 6 Marigold Darth Vader by Mal- Malahora art print. Bay Island Star Wars The Mandalorian The Child Pillow Pet Bed. Cincy The Child Cincy Warmer. <laughs> and the next one I want the same thing. It's 24 bucks. Mm-hmm. This is the ornament I want for this year. Book of Boba Fett. Yes. Boba Fett ornament. Yes. Oh, that thing is it's gorgeous. I was looking at all the ornaments from this year. This is the best looking ornament of them all. Mm. Um, I hope my dad gets it for me. He usually gets me the or- some of the ornaments every year for Christmas. So hopefully I'll get that one. I am lo- looking at Star Wars. The other ones that are out, there's Star Wars Mandalorian child on a Stormtrooper helmet. Looks okay. Uh, Star Wars New Hope collection, C-3PO and R2-D2. Um, Star Wars A New Hope Collection, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Uh, Star Wars A New Hope Collection, Luke Skywalker. Uh, the Millennium Falcon Metal Ornament is back. Uh, the Rise of Skywalker, C-3PO, and Babu Bink. Or Bob Babu Frick. Frick. Babu Bink. Uh, there is a, <laughs> che- there's a Chewie and Han Solo Mini Ornaments. Your true love of Jar Jar Binks is um, showing through. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Star Wars, the merriest house in the galaxy piece. Uh, there's a K2SO ornament, which looks okay. Um, Star Wars, New Hope, S-Star. What was this? Oh, tree topper replacement remote control. I thought it was an actual ornament. No, it goes with the Death Star at the top of the top. The Death Star yeah. tree top. And then there's a Darth Vader and Stormtrooper holiday sweater minifig ornaments. To me, the only one... And then there's also Empire Strikes Back, Darth Vader. To me, the only one that's really worth it this year is the Book of Boba Fett. I don't know. That Lego Darth Vader with the um, Christmas sweater on is pretty cool. Yeah. But with how I would do my ornaments, Book of Boba Fett's the one to get. I don't have any ships this year. No. The Falcon. The the Metal Falcon. That's it. It's not Star Wars, but I'm just flipping through some of the other stuff over there. They do have a Castle Grayskull this year. Yeah. Ooh. I figured that piqued you guys' interest a little bit. See, I, I would have thought there would have been a ship. I would have thought there would have been a helmet. Another helmet introduced. <clears throat> and we're getting neither of those. Hmm. Unless they were offered earlier in the year and they were sold out. so They have a Blanche from Golden Girls. <laughs> oh, uh, one of my friends got, got me the Nintendo ornament, the Super Nintendo ornament. Oh, oh yeah, cool. I saw that one on here, too. That's cool. I forgot to go. The Millennium Falcon ornament actually looks kind of cool because it looks like one of the um, metal, it looks like actually the Metal Earth Millennium Falcon that I already have. Yeah. Um, oh, they have a TARDIS ornament with light and sound. That's cool. For books and comics. Yeah. Go ahead. I saw a couple of, um, there's like... One or two of the doctors also. Yeah. I saw Tom Baker. Mm-hmm. I think I saw another one in there too when I was flipping. Uh, and then in books and comics, Abrams, The Art of Mandalorian Season 2. That wraps up Bounty for Week 10. Mm-hmm. So um, as we're all getting close to the holidays, we're thinking uh, Book of Fett Ornament is the is the thing to get. Yeah. Out of that one, yes. Yeah. So um, we did. But like I said, go back and check out um, Week 9 real quick. Have you seen that Ahsoka figure that's coming? Looks gorgeous. Yeah. Well, then it's also got uh, the E-Web as well. Yeah. And uh, there's one other one. Isn't there uh, the Flame Trooper with Grogu? I didn't know if it had Grogu, but this one was awesome because it comes with the Conger Owl. Yeah. The... Ghost one, there was one set that came with, um, it was the Flame Trooper with Grogu holding back the flames. Uh, let me go back and look on the list. Yes. Yeah, there's an Incinerator Trooper. It says, yeah, and Grogu, yeah. Yep. And then the Imperial Stormtrooper, Navarro Cantina E-Web. with the E-Web. Then you get the Mandalorian and Grogu from Malu with all the spiders. Yep. 
So, I mean, some great stuff. The vintage collection is kicking butt here. I, I hate to say it. Yeah. And uh, with a lot of these deluxe sets, what it is, they're setting it up so you can set up dioramas again. Yeah. Which is fine, because that's how I'm starting to display again. So, um, do y'all see the trailer for Eclipse? Yes. Yep. Oh. <clears throat> this. It's the mirrors that look like this might be the um the High Republic game. That's what they're saying. Yeah. It, when it, it, is. Place. It, it is a High Republic game. Um, little is known like so very dark. Uh, five takeaway, five highlights from the trailer according to StarWars.com: the mystery of the drums and the eclipse. Trailer kicks off with a gray humanoid preparing to play an ancient-looking drum. What seemed to be in some some kind of ritual almost reminds me of the Taiko drummers from Japan. Mm-hmm. Oh, it does remind me of that. I think that's exactly what they were going for. Uh, so yeah. He's soon joined by others as the rhythm builds and builds to a fevered pitch as we or someone witness an eclipse. Uh, two, Jedi in action. We get a few tantalizing glimpses of Jedi in this era, including a sparring match between Master Yoda and the Council Chambers and two Guardians of Peace and Justice igniting their lightsabers for battle. Uh, number three, all new characters and worlds. Uh, we've been treated to the Star Wars High Republic storytelling throughout this year uh, and have met many heroic Jedi, encountered villains of the Nihil, and experienced the horrors of the Dringar. Uh, the Eclipse trailer throws tons of newness at us all. There's also a one-eyed duos in a bustling market, um, not to mention the mysterious drummers from the beginning. Mm-hmm. Uh, the space battle and uh, what looks like to be an epic clash as good as seen as in a Star Wars film. A squadron takes a fight to trade Federation battleships. So it's interesting. And they're definitely, yeah, they're definitely older model, which is cool. Yeah, but we can also see, too, mm-hmm. there's not much change from from the uh, Federation battleships to what we saw in uh, Phantom Menace. Yeah. Or the prequels. Well. That goes along with what we've always seen with Star Wars because they always they've said how Star Wars is thousands of years of space travel, so the actual design changes haven't changed that much, right. not as rapidly as like you what we've seen on Earth in the last hundred years or two hundred years. Right. Uh, and then the ending as the drums reach their apex with the eclipse complete, a dark figure rises from a black pool. Who or what is remained to be seen, but. As the saying goes, I have a I have a bad feeling about this. If the these, eye of the Nihil row. If the if these are cinematics from the game, I can't wait to play the game. Yeah, I want to see the gameplay. See what it Yeah, me too. I, I'm excited for the game. Now, as so, good as Jedi Fallen Order was, this one looks like it's a similar style game. Yeah. Hopefully. If this is a similar style game, this is gonna be phenomenal. Yeah. Um mm. Now, according to comicbook.com, supposedly there's a leak about the game. Um, the claims the develop game development began in some form 18 months ago and is using um, the studio's in-house engine, which is known for visual fidelity more than gameplay. Uh, company is uh, mm. Quantic Dream. Uh, they are known for a trio of PlayStation exclusives, Detroit Become Human, Heavy Rain, and Beyond Two Souls. Yeah, which aren't really action games per se. They're almost, um, they're more, they're almost like Telltale games, but with a little bit more action. So almost like a cinematic story. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. That makes me wonder about it. But yeah. Uh, Star Wars Eclipse is the first video game to be set in an uncharted region of the Outer Rim during the High Republic era, known as the Golden Age of Jedi. So, uh, players' choices will be at the heart of the experience as every decision can have a dramatic impact in the course of the story. Mm-hmm. Well, StarWars.com has a listing here of um, some of the key features of the game. It says that there's three different points here. One of them is you weave a tapestry of interlaced destinies. You see the galaxy through the eyes of an ensemble cast of multiple charismatic playable characters, each with their own personality, motivations, and impact upon each other and the story at large. Uh, the second one is you compose an original Star Wars story with all new characters and environments. You have the power to make choices with consequences thanks to many outcomes in this deeply branching narrative. Right. So it sounds like what you're saying about the narrative or the um, cinematic type game, Derek. Mm. Um, and then you share your yeah. fate. Share your fate in the outer rim. 
in an uncharted section of the galaxy with never-before-seen species and planets to discover. This part of the Outer Rim is rife with opportunity and political tensions that could alter the fabric of peace. And what will you do? That third part screams to me saying, okay, this game is technically in canon, but it will never affect what actually the outcome is so that you can get whatever outcome of the game and not have it affect the overall world of Star Wars. It, it's canon, but it's almost like a what, right. it's almost like a what if. Yeah, or it's canon in a bubble. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's an uncharted area that we, no one's ever heard of because it, nothing. Uh, this is the only thing that ever happened there. Yeah. Uh, right. Also announced this week, uh, which I'm kind of excited for this series. Um, right now, the current time frame for most of the Star Wars comics is set between Empire and Return of the Jedi uh, at a point in which Han Solo is frozen in carbonite and the Rebel Alliance is trying to track him down. Um, but StarWars.com has confirmed that an all-new series, Han Solo and Chewbacca, will launch March of 2022, set to explore an unexplored or underexplored chapter of their history, depicting the, the adventures that got the pair up to between Solo, A Star Wars Story, and Star Wars New Hope, which is kind of what we were hoping for a second film to do as well. Uh, the series is being described as a new series from Marvel. Uh, it's going to be written by Mark Guggenheim and penciled by David Messina. The monthly comic follows Han and Chewie a few years before the events of Star Wars New Hope as the duo teams up with Greedo in better times, apparently, on a heist for Jabba the Hutt. Hmm, interesting. See, if we get where he drops the, the cargo before being raided by the Empire, that job, you know, they always talk to him about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If that's done in the comics, I'm okay with that. Because that, that I don't think I want to see on film. They've also been setting this up. I think because a lot of the Marvel comics, they've been bringing in characters like Kira and the Bounty Hunters series that they've been doing. Yep. And some of the other, some of the characters mm-hmm. from Solo, they've given, they've extended their stories out to where now they can bring them into here. And it's not like, oh, wait, now I remember these characters. No, yeah. they'll be actually familiar to the comic readers already. Right. Uh, it's interesting because the cornerstone of Han's character is that he wants to be a jerk, a, self, a selfless criminal that has an idealistic streak that will always get in his way. He appears, he aspires to cynicism, but deep down, he is a hopeless romantic at heart. Uh, now, you might think that 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 inner conflict didn't present itself until the end of episode four, when Han returns to help Luke destroy the Death Star, but it's already on full display at the end of Han Solo, a Star Wars story. So, um, and then on top of this, speaking of Han Solo, I had heard that Harrison Ford is interested in returning as Han Solo. For a Disney Plus I had series. I heard that as well. Now, it was rumor, but... For what? Potentially for a Disney Plus series. Oh. Probably he's thinking he could do something similar to what they did with Mark Hamill with um, Luke Skywalker and Mandalorian. It still seems odd to me, though, that he would want to return since he wanted so badly to be killed off. Yeah. Yeah, but I think after seeing what they did with Mark Hamill for The Mandalorian, I think... Hey, is there an echo in here? <laughs> We're thinking along the same lines there. Sorry, I I had stepped no, all good. I stepped off because I had to let the dog out. Yep, that's what I thought. The writer, the um, writer of this series, Mark Guggenheim, is actually a TV producer and movie producer and writer. Yeah, and um, everybody who watched the show has heard of this guy. If you didn't realize it or not, he's actually um, executive producer for a lot of the um, CWDC series. He was one of the writers on Green Lantern. Mm-hmm. So Arrow, Legends of Tomorrow, all that stuff. Um, Batwoman, Supergirl. He goes way back. Yeah, I think this is the Star Wars credit, though. But it's cool to see him writing comic books now. He's been writing for a little bit. Okay. Yeah, he has. Yeah. Um, I just, I just find it interesting that you know Harrison's wanting to come back, even though I don't trust the sites that are spreading the rumors. Mm. I mean, yeah, it's still. Uh, it can. If they do it, it confounds me. When what series would would we expect it in? Do we potentially see it in in uh in Book of Fett? I can't if there's a season even. two, do we see him in Mandalorian? Maybe Mando's the only one I could think of. Possibly, I don't see him in right Ahsoka. Now. I don't see him in Ahsoka. No, no. And um, Andor and Kenobi take place too early. Yeah, but if they CGI him, yeah, yeah, but they're not going to take him all the way back to between A New Hope and uh, um, Revenge of the Sith. Why? Why not? New Hope? Because why wouldn't they just bring in what's his name and have him do that? Yeah, 
all depends on what what look they're wanting at this point. I'd rather I'd rather see him post in a post Jedi series. Yeah, which right now there's only two of those. Right. I don't know. It still seems fishy to me. Yeah. Well, like Mike said, those are they're um, heavily heavily rumors. Yeah. Right. So, and then watching this week's uh, this week's uh, Hawkeye. Yes. Did y'all catch the Easter egg in this? The Star yep. Wars Easter egg? Actually, that was last week's Easter. I believe last week's show episode. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 It was in episode four. And I guarantee you, a lot of people just oh, that just sounds like a cool Christmas song. <laughs> it is from. I have to say that the Hawkeye series is has some of my favorite Christmas music in it. Yeah. I was very happy about that. Every time they play a song, I love it. Like, hey, they played something from Charlie Brown, Trans-Siberian Orchestra. Loved it. Loved it. Anthony Daniels singing Bells, Bells, Bells from Star Wars. Christmas in the Stars. Christmas in the Stars is now available on most of your streaming services also. Yeah. Yep. And in case anybody didn't know, there is a a musical Easter egg and um, debut on that album. John Bon Jonovich. Yep, the first time John Bon Jovi was ever recorded on record or an album anywhere is on the Christmas in the Stars. Before he even thought about doing a um, making a band, I guess. Yeah, he he was working in his uncle's recording studio. Yeah, when they recorded they, this, one of the kids in the choir or something like that. Uh, actually, he's older than that. I thought he was in his like younger mid teens. Oh, he was like right out of high school. Oh, okay. Either way, it's he was yeah. in one of the choirs, I believe. Yeah. It's not anybody. You're not going to actually recognize his voice anywhere. Is what it is. Yeah. Well, I want to say he was also interning at the studio too. That's how he ended up in the choir. Ah, okay. So I don't remember the full story. We'll have to. I have to catch that, or maybe after the first of the year. So, uh, speaking of the year, uh, let's kind of recap the year, Star Wars wise. I mean, there was a failure of the Rancor Black Series, but there was a bunch of. I think collector wise. For everyone but Hasbro, it was a great year. You were able to get what you you wanted. If it was Hasbro, forget it. You couldn't find anything. Yeah, but it's been that way for a little bit. I know, but it seems like this year was worse. Well, part of that is the same problem everybody's having. That um, a lot of I think a lot of Hasbro's stock is still sitting on boats off the harbor. Yeah. At some point, once that starts moving, I think we're going to influx a huge amount, and all your discount stores are going to find a whole lot of Star Wars toys. I hope so. I hope so. Um, some big announcements: High Republic, uh, the uh, Rangers of the High Re- of the New Republic, gone. Well, maybe. Because there's no. a lot of rumors, not just from the rumor sites, but there's a lot of rumblings around that um, it may not be completely dead in the water. Yeah, it's it's. The show, it? I guess the show itself is, but even Kathy Kennedy was saying they're gonna. A lot of the stuff that would have been in there is being folded into the Mandalorian, so we're still gonna see a lot of what we would have seen from that. Yeah, just go ahead and spin off the series. Let it happen. And if you don't like Gina Carano, just recast it. Or leave, or leave her out of it and base it around, you know, uh, what's his name? The one X-Wing pilot. Yeah. That gives Carano her badge, Cara doing her badge. And let's get some other members of that squadron, maybe, to talk, you know, be the Rangers of the Republic, New Republic, and, and make it like a Texas Rangers type show. Maybe we get to see more of Dave Filoni's X-Wing pilot. Possibly. What was that? It was. It was a wolf. What was his name? I don't even remember. Yeah, something wolf. Was it wolf? Okay. Yeah. With Filoni, it's going to be wolf because of the wolf pack. Yeah. That's why Commander Wolf is in the wolf pack. It says it's because of Filoni. Mm-hmm. Um, movie announcement. Well, yeah. The, the High Republic premiered in January of last year, and we've got a one year of the High Republic era. Yeah. yeah. I've read through all the books and I'm caught up on all the comics. I'm I'm liking the story. It's weird trying to keep up with it uh, by reading all the books. You don't have anything. I mean, we did it for years, but with the amount of actual media we've had, it's interesting that the entire thing is being done with, in book and comic only right now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we got the game coming. Got a clip. Mm-hmm. And we do have the, I believe the Acolyte is in the higher public era also. Yeah. If we ever get that. But that's, that's the Acolyte supposed to be at the end of the high Republic era. So it's like, now, did we get it? Did we get a time frame on that or how many, how long this High Republic um, actually as a nameplate is supposed to last? Uh, there's supposed to be three phases in phase. It's like supposed to be done over three years. Okay. 
our time. I don't know yeah. how long time period is phase two. Yeah, start, phase about, two starts long? after the first of the year. Yeah. So um, that's like the usual long war was like what four or five years that they took to get all the books out of that one out. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're speeding through high Republic. So I don't know if it's to help get, get it to the point of the acolyte. So the acolyte wraps it up and carries us into whatever the new project is or ties into the old Republic or whatever with the reintroduction of the Sith potentially. I don't know. Maybe take us into the it looks Sith like already the Drengiller the Drengear looks like it's pretty much done. Yeah. But the Nihiller is still a big and we've not seen this there's still other enemies out there they've not introduced yet. Yeah. And I still don't think we have the thing of what really scares the Jedi. Yeah. As we were teased, it's not the Sith. I, I'm calling out it's still the Yuuzhan Vong. Could be. <laughs> Can you imagine how many fanboy, actual fanboys, not regular Star Wars fans, but the prototypical fanboys would flip their lid if they saw it was the Yuuzhan Vong and would just go bananas about it? Yeah. Be, half the internet would be angry. The other half would be screaming and yelling and saying how this is the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we had all the stuff involving uh, the Galactic Star Cruiser, which now all the good and the bad. It looks like possibly because this been, last couple of weeks, there's been some interesting backlash yeah. on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did not see the video, but from what I've heard, it was not impressive. Which video? The um, actual commercial for it or whatever that got leaked for about two hours. Well, the the lightsaber training battle that Josh or the lightsaber training that Josh D'Amato showed at Destination D23 looked horrible. Yeah. Beam of light, drop your fl- drop your lightsaber into the beam of light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, from what I've heard with this was, I guess it was um, a commercial or something for the, that was showing off footage of inside the Star Cruiser. And people, are, I've not seen the video, but everything I read on it said that it just looks cheap. <laughs> it was not, it doesn't look, it looks like generic sci-fi. It doesn't look, it, there's nothing that screams Star Wars about it. Yeah, but you look at any hallway on a, in a Star of a Star Wars cruiser in a Star Wars film, it looks like generic sci-fi. Unless you're yeah, on the Death Star, things that make it feel like Star Wars. I don't know what it is yeah, exactly. Yeah, there is. That's like, um, well, that's some of the uh, criticisms we had with Galaxy's Edge because when Galaxy's Edge came out, there were some criticisms. If you took the um, characters and vehicles out of Galaxy's Edge, it looks like generic sci-fi. So that may be what we're getting here. Is with that when it's not populated. With the characters and vehicles and things that you know, it could be anywhere. Maybe that's what it takes to actually make it feel like Star Wars is you need the characters and the vehicles and the recognizable parts. And in this commercial, you don't get any of that. Maybe. The other thing. Because we know that the um, cast members and the people working there are going to be in costume. They're going to have aliens walking around. You're going to – that all that's going to add and make it feel like Star Wars. Right. Yeah. The other thing I heard is there was some backlash because there was something about people not being allowed to take any photos or, or video or anything well, in the entire hotel. So far, no, because it hasn't opened yet. They want to save the suspense. Yeah. So like the nerd is well, the, and the everyone word. else who's already had press previews. No, they weren't allowed to take photos. I mean, cameras taken away. No, they would. Well, from what I heard, they were saying that that's going to be a rule in the hotel. I don't see that, but I don't know yet. Yeah, it seems a little excessive, but yeah, I mean, it, it's, total specul- it's it's total speculation. Yeah, how are you supposed to? Because um, everybody's so used to taking pictures with their phones and of everything they've ever done, you're going to tell people they can't take pictures of their vacation? Well, that's why there was uh, yeah some backlash about it. Yeah, I I think there's I think the critiques are people are backlashing for the wrong thing that. No, there's no pictures now of the people who have been there because it's been press previews and they're not being up. The only thing that was being pictures were being allowed was the area where they had staged food offer. Some of the food offerings that are going to be offered during during course of the meals just to show that out. But they're not showing any pictures of anything else. Disney's trying to control what's getting leaked. Good luck. So far, so good. So I, I, I wouldn't know, but the backlash is, is incredible. And, and to me, knowing people who work on it, who are working on it, they're going, no, this is Star Wars. 
sorry it feels like star wars when you're on there or when you're on the bridge when you're in the hallways it feels like star wars who said that co-workers of mine who have who have who are working on it or have had to do some projects on it they haven't gone into detail but they said no it mm. feels like star wars so until i get to experience it myself i can't judge yeah well this is all off yeah, of room, and honestly things we've heard so and yeah. honestly it's probably nothing i'll ever get to experience so i don't care what they say i don't care about the complaints i don't care about any of it to me, my biggest complaint is the pricing. Yep. In all honesty, I think the pricing needs to come down. Yeah. It will eventually. We can hope. Uh, I don't know. We can hope. And even if it does, it still might come down enough. And yeah. really, if you look at it, um, the pricing on it, because if you, everything we've seen is that this is basically like a cruise that doesn't go anywhere technically. See, and they're not even calling they they won't even call it a hotel or a resort. Yeah. It's, a, it's the Star Cruise. Right. It is a cruiser. Yeah. So, how much is a high-end premium three-day cruise per person? I know if I was trying to book three a three-day cruise on any of the Disney ships right now, except for the newest one that comes out next year, I'm paying about three grand for or state uh, for a a room with a balcony per person for the family. Okay, I say because this one this is um it's, it seems like that's what they're doing they're pricing this like a premium all expenses paid everything included top of the line cruise for 3 days. Yeah. So it's actually not out of that price range. No, but because it's you're landlocked and you're on a I know. And you're I know. Not, we'll, and you're I not, know all that. <laughs> and you're not getting Grand Floridian or the Contemporary or, well, the Grand Floridians are top resort, the premium, the, the top of top resorts. You're, you're not getting that type of treatment, that type. It's what, yeah. it's what the expectations are for what you're getting that people, I mean, me personally, as a cast member, I think it's too much for, for what yeah. it is. But I understand where they're going. And it's not, and it's not actually, I mean, it's priced like a premium cruise, but it's not a cruise. I know. Right. But everything they're doing is selling it as a cruise that, um, a space cruise. Yeah. A virtual space cruise is what they, how you could call this. It's the experience. It's the, um, the immersion. Immersively in Star Wars for three days. Yeah. So, I mean, how, it's an experience like you're never going to get anywhere else. I mean, if Universal did a Harry Potter hotel, I would expect it to be a very similar concept. Mm-hmm. If Universal does a Star Trek hotel, if his rumor has it that their new theme park that they're building may have Starfleet or a Star Trek section, and it may be based around Starfleet headquarters. Universal would? Yes. Did they really? get the for it from Paramount? Or did Paramount license them? Uh, I'm not sure. See, that's the thing. That's why Star Trek isn't in any of this stuff, because Paramount owns all that. And Viacom. But, but there there yeah. had been rumored that yeah. Universal may have worked out a deal for Star Trek for the park. I mean, it kind of makes sense. They had a cool, um, Star Trek was originally on NBC. They had a cool Star Trek thing in Vegas, but that yeah. it's gone now. I yeah. really wanted to go check that out when it was there. I got to go to it. It was pretty fun. Uh, but something like that, I you know if they did a hotel related to that, I would expect that, yes, you would be on a start. You know, maybe it would be the same thing to be a, a Star Trek themed cruise ship hotel that they would do the similar concept. Yeah. So and they'd probably charge about the same price, too. I, I would expect that to happen. Yeah. Because in general, for theme parks, this is a new, a newer concept, isn't it? Doing the complete 100% uh, version. version like this. Yeah, I mean. So being the first ones doing it, they're going to figure out where the pri- where the um, where the demand will meet the supply, and where your prices will work, where they can keep it basically sold out. And then everybody else will fall into suit, and they'll all be that price. And then re- give us about five years when there's three or four hotels of this style. Right. And it'll be, oh, that's just the price of this. But it's also, I mean, Universal kind of started it with the Harry, with the Wizarding World of Harry Potter. Mm-hmm. Disney, 
because they opened before Pandora opened. And Pandora kind of took us next level. Then Universal brought out the second half of Wizarding World with Diagon Alley. Mm-hmm. Then Disney introduces Galaxy's Edge. Yeah. Well, now talking to my daughter, and I asked her honestly, I said, be honest, no bias. Which do you like better, Pandora, Wizarding World, or Galaxy's Edge? She goes, I feel more in the movie, more in universe at Galaxy's Edge than I do the other two. Yeah. And when I asked her why, she goes, because the, the people running it act like they are part of that universe. You don't get that at the other two locations as much. Well, it's, um, but I was saying there with the pricing, them finding their price. Um, remember 15, 20 years ago, how much was it to get a one day pass for Disney? 10, 15 years ago. That's probably 50 I, bucks. I will say 23 years ago, it was about 65 bucks to get into the park. Okay. Now it, it is almost have gone up for each of them. It's every, almost all tripled. the other parks. Yeah. All, all the other parks. Do the same. Now I just checked Cedar point here in Ohio, which is the big one in Ohio. And it's actually one of the biggest roller coaster parks in the world, mm-hmm. but um, it's only $45 a day still. But it's also a smaller park in general area size. But it's like, yeah, what? How much is Disney and Universal is probably about the same now. And Bush Gardens down there is probably about the same. You're looking at what, 120, 130 bucks a day per person. Uh, with Disney, they're doing it based standard prices. Standard price. There's a price range depending on the day of the week and the time of the year. It's fluctuating prices now. See, there's also all been the, a lot of complaints about the pricing now. Yeah. Well, a lot of the, the parks in the north, remember, are only open for about five, six, five to six months out of the year. <laughs> so they have a set price yeah, to say, right. this is what you got to pay. <laughs> yeah. So tickets for the parks. Starting at a hundred, a one day, one park ticket starts at $109. <sighs> That's why you do package deals. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, a standard theme park ticket is $109 to start. Again, it can fluctuate depending on the park and time of year as well. So, yeah, that, that's for Disney. But I'm like I said, I'm assuming um, Universal and Busch Gardens and everything else around there is about the same price range. Yeah. Because they found where they could sell the tickets and they're still selling well. And so they um, keep the price there. Now, if the um, ticket sales go down, the prices go down. When this Star Cruiser loses a little bit of novelty and there's more of them out there and people are not going there as often, I could see them actually lowering some of those prices. Maybe. If it, if they keep it full, the prices will stay there. They'll go up. That's just normal economics, you know? It, Disney's not going to lower prices. Ne- neither will the other parks. Universal won't. SeaWorld well, won't. Part of that is the fact that they're not going to lose ticket sales. No, they're not. People are going to keep buying it whether or not um, they can afford it. And I mean, you know they take a mortgage on their house to do a Disney vacation. <laughs> um, plus two, they're also going to do it as a way of controlling um, attendance, you know, handling crowd control and everything else. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. Um, try anything else, guys. I think that's all I have for this for mm-hmm. actually for this year. <laughs> yeah. I want to say, first off, thank you guys, you two, for for helping make this a wonderful year. Uh, I I who would have thought we would have hit over two hundred and fifty? Are we at two fifty yet? No, I'm not sure. I know we hit two hundred this year. We are we are close to two fifty. We will hit two fifty next year. Cool. Shortly after the first of the year. Nice. Uh, tonight is two forty one. So about within the first nine episodes of next year, well, the nine episodes into next year, we will hit two fifty. So who who would have thought this little thing that we we were quote unquote attempting to, to try five years ago was going to spur into this? Mm-hmm. That's hitting two fifty. Oh, I can't. I, I it always just floors me. Like when I look at how long I've been podcasting in general. Geekwatch one in January hit seven years. So I know you've been there longer. You yeah, guys have not, so. Nine BB Geeks has been nine years. Hit nine years back in February. Mm-hmm. So do you got to do something big for your tenth anniversary in a couple months? Uh, 10th anniversary. I, I've got 10 months to plan. I thought you said February. No, March, uh, November. Okay. Yeah. November we hit 10 years. So I've got some time. I don't know what we're doing yet. Got some time. So yeah, I still can't believe it's going to be almost 10 years, but, um, no, thank you guys for, for being a part of this. Um, I, 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 I've, letting us be a part of it. I, I've enjoyed yeah, thanks for I've, it up, making us get, making us get off our couches and do it. I've enjoyed the ride with you guys. Uh, I have always said between 
you guys and Kyla and Eric on Mighty Marvel Geeks and this, you know, Derek automatically carries over to Weeby Geeks. You four are probably the greatest team I've ever had for co-hosts. Uh, no knock on y'all shows as well because great y'all have great chemistry going on Geek Watch One and Derek, you and Chris are, are awesome on Keepers of the Fringe. Um, but I, I I couldn't ask for any any better team than what we've got between uh, the three shows that I run uh, amongst the Weeby Geeks family. And I really appreciate you guys a lot. Well, thank you. If we weren't having a good time with you, we wouldn't be here. <laughs> <laughs> True. So I'm part of a way that I'm not worried about you coming to put in um, a blaster on my head and making me do it. Dude, I don't think I could. You're, for those who don't know, Ken's actually a pro wrestler on the side as well. He could hurt me. A little bit. He could hurt me. <laughs> but what, what, whether it's still done in the in the way to protect his opponent, he, he could still hurt me. <laughs> Chops hurt. Gravity hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No. I'm gonna stay on your good side as much as I can. So, um, but no, being with being with you guys y'all y'all definitely like with my collection i have shaped my collection more because of what we've talked about it's made me realize what more my passion of what i want to collect is and uh it's saving me money in some aspects but also causing me to spend some money too so but uh any final thoughts from you guys um well since this is our last show of the year uh you know merry christmas happy holidays happy new year all that jazz everybody be safe and uh enjoy your holidays and the only thing i got to add to that is remember check out book of boba fett on Jan- or december 29th and we'll come we'll, as soon as we come back we'll let you know everything that we thought about it yeah the good the bad the ugly all of it maybe there's a chance we'll be recording around that time don't know we'll see um if we do hey it's a surprise happy new year <laughs> have something let's do on new year's day um but if not we will definitely be catching up on book of boba fett when we return uh in january so uh thank you the listeners for for hanging with us and, and being part of the show and um love the fact that of the three contests that we did on instagram we had the most entries for wookie radio that's awesome <laughs> So uh, thank you guys for that. And thank you guys for participating in that. It was awesome. Uh, If you guys have nothing else, uh, I'm going to say to you guys, have a happy holidays, have a happy new year's. I know we're going to be in touch through chat and emails and everything else. I mean, how do we not do that? I mean, we do that weekly anyway. I mean, daily, almost daily anyway. So at at some point I'm making a new year's resolution. Now I'm not going to say when or how long, but at some point we, the three of us will be in together at the same place at the same time. Just don't know when, don't know where, but it'll happen. That's still the goal. We'll get it figured out somewhere. Oh yeah. Uh, But on that note, gentlemen, there's only one thing left to be said. Give the evacuation code signal. I can hold it. Pull out! No, I'm all right. I have placed information vital to the survival of the rebellion into the memory systems of this R2 unit. I've lost R2.